is Claire Lehman and I am Editor-in-Chief of Quillette. Quillette is where free thought lives. We are an independent grassroots platform for heterodox ideas and fearless commentary. Our podcast is a team effort and is jointly hosted by myself, Associate Editor Toby Young and Canadian Editor Jonathan Kay. You can support our podcast by visiting patreon.com forward slash Quillette and becoming a monthly patron. By becoming a monthly patron, you'll also receive our weekly newsletter. Hi, I'm Toby Young, one of Quillette's London-based editors. Yoram Hazoni, the Israeli political theorist, is one of the most influential conservative intellectuals in the world. His book, The Virtue of Nationalism, was one of the most widely discussed works of political theory to be published last year. Last week, Hazoni helped organise the Second National Conservatism Conference. Last year it was in Washington, this year in Rome, and among the attendees were some of the leading conservative politicians in Europe, including Viktor Orban, Matteo Salvini and Marianne Maréchal Le Pen. The conference became embroiled in controversy when the British Conservative MP, Daniel Kaczynski, was criticised for attending by the Board of Deputies of British Jews, and Dame Margaret Hodge, the parliamentary chair of the Jewish Labour Movement, described the conference as, quote, packed full of racists, homophobes and Islamophobes, unquote. Kaczynski ended up being reprimanded by his own party for attending. I began by asking Yoram about that. I I think that we have here another example of uh, what's been called cancel culture. Uh, Much of the elites these days is is, uh, governed by uh, an extraordinarily intolerant uh, worldview. Uh, We could could call it a a, a liberal universalist or liberal internationalist worldview, uh, which regards uh, anybody who is a conservative, a nationalist, a, a traditionalist of any kind, as uh, as being a danger to the emerging order, and uh, uh, shockingly, countries that uh, a generation ago were bastions of uh, free speech and freedom of assembly and, and freedom of thought uh, are are today jumping the gun to uh, fire, eliminate, eradicate uh, individuals who are accused of. Of various crimes, often without any kind of in- investigation at all. Uh, in the case of uh, Member of Parliament Daniel Kaczynski, uh, last week, he, he attended a uh, conf- conference in in Rome of national conservatives organized by uh, uh, a committee of uh, prominent, well-known conservative uh, figures from uh, the United States and and. Uh, uh, the UK and Israel and Italy, and uh, these these organizers. If anybody had had, had checked names like uh, Chris DeMuth or John O'Sullivan uh, or myself or our uh, Italian partners, uh, then they would have immediately discovered that, that they're talking about people with tens of years of uh, distinguished service to the mainstream conservative movement, uh, and. Uh, that their accusations were completely absurd and baseless, but nobody checked and nobody wanted to respond to the, uh, uh, to, to our protests. Uh, and in, instead they, 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 they forced this uh, conservative MP to uh, uh, apologize for attending a conference. I mean, it's completely crazy. 
one thing I'm slightly puzzled by, I mean, I, 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 I sympathise with the sentiments you've just expressed, uh, and I do think it was an example of cancel culture. But if your intention is to um, bring nationalism back into the political mainstream, to detoxify it, why invite people like Viktor Orban, Matteo Salvini, Marianne Marichelle Le Pen, uh, even Rizard Legutko? Why invite such polarising, controversial figures? I- isn't that just going to essentially present your critics with the opportunity they want to try and cast your movement as a far-right political movement that's beyond the pale? Well, I, look, I, I don't agree with almost any of your characterizations. I mean, R- Richard Legutko uh, is uh, he's the lit- leading intellectual in Poland today in political theory. He's a, a distinguished philosopher. Uh, read his uh, reviews. He's, he's uh, uh, re- respected internationally. I, I, I don't know on what grounds you or anybody else would presume to declare him to be far right. I mean, Toby, frankly, he, he he's less far right than you are. I mean, why would you say such a thing? Well, um, in his case, um, I mean, I, 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 I agree he's a distinguished intellectual. I've, I've read his book on liberalism, um, but he's also a member of the Polish Law and Justice Party, which has behaved quite illiberally in office, particularly in its... Um, for sacking of independent judges and so forth. He once described homophobia as a totally fictitious problem. I mean, you know, I'm I'm not a fan of quote mining in order to try and smear people, but he's certainly a controversial figure. Toby, he's not a controversial figure among conservatives. Uh, he, he, you're right that he's controversial in the same way that uh, that anybody who takes strong conservative positions is controversial for liberal liberals. And someone who takes strong liberal positions is is controversial for conservatives. But the 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 fact that you might not agree with him, uh, and I might not agree with him, on uh, certain issues uh, with with uh, respect to homosexuality or to anything else, I don't I I I don't understand how this turns him into somebody that you don't attend a conference with. Now, a generation ago. I lived in, in uh, I, I was uh, at Princeton and at Rutgers uh, universities in the United States that are well regarded. I was a conservative. I published conservative publications. I spoke out on conservative matters. Certainly, I was in a minority, and certainly, uh, I, I, I was uh, not in the. It was not a popular minority. People didn't didn't like the views that I was expressing. Many people, but the. Uh, the views that I expressed as a conservative were legitimate. What do I mean by legitimate? I mean that uh, that uh, people who had other views were willing to uh, debate me publicly, to uh, to appear with me, to talk to me, to uh, uh, to uh, uh, give me scholarships, to to consider me to be an important part of uh, the department and their discussion. Now, a generation has passed since those days, and today to be a conservative is, in many elite circles, illegitimate. It's illegitimate. The same exact views that a generation ago were considered to be 
minority but legitimate among intellectuals or or or, or uh, you know journalists, academics uh, 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 in Hollywood and so on. The same ideas today they're they're uh, they're considered illegitimate. Now, since I'm not a liberal, I don't have to accept the liberal decrees about what constitutes uh, illegitimacy. And I, I, I'm, I'm familiar with, uh, with Richard Legutko's work as a scholar, as a politician, as a minister of education. And I think that what, what you're doing is you, you're saying, look, his party uh, is uh, struggling against a, uh, a, uh, an established leftist elite within their court system, and you, you don't like their methods. Okay, now I can I, I respect that. That's a legitimate point of view. You might even be right, but how can you say that because the political party that he belongs to, which is the government governing party in Poland, which is a democracy, because of the fact that you dissent from some of their tactics in fighting leftists in their judicial system, because of that, you think that it's illegitimate for a British MP to appear at a conference with him. How does that make any sense? I mean, if 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 we're going to uh, ban participation in dialogue and discussion with people we disagree with because they're conservatives, so so very quickly everybody who's a conservative is simply going to be beyond the pale, and then they'll move on to you. I'm playing devil's advocate. I don't for a second think the Conservative Party was right to censure uh, Daniel Kaczynski. Uh, I think that was an act of. Um, craven cowardice it was pathetic um i completely agree with you on that uh, but I, I i'm just i'm just trying trying to put the other point of view to you to just to hear your response the other point of view is this there really is such a thing as a bad actor in on the european right on on the american or israeli right and in the uk and in other countries there is such a thing uh, if, if someone really is uh, 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 advocating a racialist politics. What's a racialist politics? Someone who says, uh, look, uh, be- because of the color of someone's skin or the shape of their eyes as the result of a blood test, uh, they should be treated as uh, uh, inferior, either, either in theory or in terms of their, their, their political rights. Uh, that, that's odious, and it hasn't been accepted for a very, very long time in, in uh, democratic countries in the in, in, in the Western world. And uh, if someone says such a person is a racist, okay, so he's a racist. I understand that. I know what that means. And, and I, I don't want to have anything to do with that. The same is true of anti-Semitism. Right? I'm talking, if, if, if someone, if his position is that, uh, that Jews or Judaism per se, as such, are to be despised and degraded, and uh, persecuted in terms of the law. All right, so we don't want to have anything to do with such a person. Likewise, if uh, if they uh, take um, uh, if they they see uh, anti-democratic or authoritarian uh, regimes as being a model to be imported into the UK or into any other Western countries, so so such people are not they're they're, they're not relevant to any kind of legitimate political debate within a democratic country. I'm still not saying uh, that, they, that, that such a person necessarily needs to be banned from speaking, but I understand the sentiment that says we, we don't need 
anti-democrats, people who are explicitly against the democratic system. We don't we don't need them participating uh, as legitimate players within a democracy. All right. So I, I, th- there really is such a thing as uh, as an anti-democrat or or a an anti-Semite or a racialist uh, politically. But none of the people who participated in the conference, as far as I know, all right, and, and it's entirely possible that I made a mistake or that the, the conference committee made a mistake. And if so, then, then you know, then, then we'll say so. But as far as I know at this point, none of the figures who participated in the conference are any of those things. They're not racialists, they're not anti-Semites, and they're not anti-Democrats. And as a consequence, having uh, um, newspapers and uh, institutions in the UK or anywhere else that uh, get a veto on who gets to participate because of a, a an accusation of anti-Semitism, which is not based on on anything, or or, or if it's based on something, then then it's based on uh, on extremely flimsy associations of uh, uh, what. Well, he he used the following. He, uh, he used the, used the term cosmopolitan, and we know that historically the word cosmopolitan has has been used against Jews. Therefore, he's an anti-Semite. Th- this kind of of weak-minded and unfounded, uh, trigger-happy ac- accusing of people who are are in general simply innocent of the charges. This is this is simply a a a, a decay of the possibility of free speech and free thinking. In Western countries, and I, I'm I'm going to fight it with everything that I that I that that, that I have to fight it. I guess one of the reasons that um, the charge uh, of racism uh, lands, one of the reasons it's taken seriously by people like the board of British deputies, uh, the board of deputies of British Jews, and Dame Margaret Hodge, the leader of the uh, Labour. Jewish movement. Um, one of the reasons the accusation has some credibility with them is because they think of nationalism as being quite closely linked to racism. Uh, after all, why would why would you value the interests of your own people above those of another people unless at bottom you thought there was something superior? about your people in contrast to neighbor, the people of neighboring countries. Isn't, isn't there a kind of, isn't there a tension there um, to be both a nationalist and, and, and in favor of nationalism, but to be kind of passionately anti-racist at the same time? No, there's no, no, no tension whatsoever. The, the, uh, the his, historically, nationalism is, is, uh, is a movement that's had uh, liberals, conservatives, socialists, uh, people who, uh, who who are less respectable, people who are more so, people who are uh, fanatics, people who are moderate and decent. Uh, na- nationalists are pe- people like uh, uh, Gandhi in India or David Ben-Gurion or, uh, or, or uh, Margaret Thatcher in, in the UK or de Gaulle in France. I, I, uh, Teddy Roosevelt in the United States. All of these are these are nationalists, people who believe that a a world of independent nations is superior uh, in 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 terms of its uh, 
it, it's it's worth to mankind. It's superior as a as 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 a as a political order than an imperial order in which uh, a, a a group or an oligarchy or a particular nation rules over many other nations. That's the argument that nationalists uh, enlist in. Uh, the the uh, when 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 Boris Johnson takes up the the argument and says that the uh, that the United Kingdom cannot be governed justly as long as it's governed by people who are sitting in other countries, legislating its laws and determining its policies. When he says that, he's, he's making a nationalist argument. Now, I, I, I understand that the word nationalist is, uh, is not used in the same way in every country and in, in every locale. And the, the, the fact that, uh, that uh, nationalists may be uh, 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 liberal and lovable and he- heroes in 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 one place doesn't mean that they're necessarily perceived that way in every place. But what I expect from people who are going to um, to condemn a man uh, for his views is that they do a minimum amount of research before they issue the condemnation. And any any serious intelligent person, uh, whether in the board of deputies. Or in the House of Lords, or anyone anywhere else, who's going to say that a man is an anti-Semite and demand that the Conservative Party uh, uh, expel him for, from their ranks because he is an anti-Semite, I would expect that such a person would would quake in their boots before they would issue such an accusation without checking the facts. And in this case, there was no fact checking. Have you ever before? I mean, this is not a rhetorical question. This is a serious question. I've never seen this before. Have you ever seen before public institutions condemning a conference without naming the organizers or naming the event itself or contacting the organizers for clarification or giving them an opportunity to respond? I mean, none of these things happened. They received letters of protest from the organizers and ignored them. Now, this is this is this is simply taking somebody out and executing him on no grounds whatsoever. They they didn't make the slightest effort to research the case. And I'm Toby, I I am really afraid for the UK and for for Western democracies that are ruled by people who, who, who don't have the slightest compunction in saying, oh, somebody said that he's a nationalist. Somebody said that he's an anti Semite. Well, I. I don't need to do any research because the accusation is enough. Let's take him out and hang him. We've reached the halfway point in this Quillette podcast, and it's time for a short message from Blinkist. If you're the type of person who reads Quillette and listens to the Quillette podcast, you also might be the sort of person who reads a lot of books. But like me, you probably never have enough time to read quite as many as you'd like. And that's where Blinkist comes in. Open the Blinkist app on your phone, tablet, or browser, and suddenly you're able to read or listen to expert 15-minute summaries of popular nonfiction books. For one low price, you get unlimited access to the entire Blinkist library. There are 12 million people using Blinkist. For some users, it's the soundtrack to their daily slog through traffic. Others read Blinkist on the subway. In my case, I listen to Blinkist when I walk my dog, which usually takes about 15 minutes. That's one whole book. Go through the Blinkist catalog and you'll find all sorts of big brain books like Upheaval by Jared Diamond and Sapiens by Yuval Noel Harari. But they've also got those business books you see in airport swivel racks, not to mention the Communist Manifesto by Marx and Engels, 
and, of course, 12 Rules for Life by Jordan Peterson. Right now, for a limited time, Blinkist has a special offer just for our audience. Go to Blinkist.com slash Quillette. Try it free for seven days and save 25% off your new subscription. That's Blinkist, spelled B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T, Blinkist.com slash Quillette to start your free seven-day trial at 25% off. And now, back to our podcast. In your piece for um, uh, The Spectator, you drew a parallel between the manner in which the Conservative Party have treated Daniel Kaczynski and the manner in which they treated Roger Scruton last year. And again, uh, what was striking about it was, as you say, the lack of due process. Uh, No attempt to weigh the evidence. In both cases, the accused weren't given an opportunity uh, to uh, make the case for their own defence. They were just presumed guilty and then immediately cast out, thrown to the wolves. Why do you think it is that institutions you would expect to be more robust in the face of this kind of these left wing allegations, allegations of homophobia, transphobia, misogyny, racism and so forth, anti-Semitism? Why aren't institutions like the Conservative Party, particularly now it's led by Boris Johnson, who himself has been accused of all of those sins, uh, so knows exactly how unfair it is to be smeared in that manner and often how little basis there is for those allegations. Why do you think it is that the Conservative Party and other supposedly conservative institutions across the Western world are so weak, are so cowardly, are so unwilling, unable to stand up to uh, critics when they when they get going in this way. Well, look, um, we, 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 if we're going to ask that question, we, we, we have to, to begin with the fact that human beings are frail and uh, and bad and corrupt and uh, and weak by nature. Um, and th- that's the reason that we prize um, strength and n- nobility and uh, willingness to sacrifice for a cause. The reason we sacrifice it so highly is because it's so rare. Uh, Margaret Thatcher succeeded in in uh, winning admiration from from conservatives and not only conservatives the world over. Uh, they called her the Iron Lady, and the the reason they called her the Iron Lady was because she, you know, despite being a, a after all a very very good politician, uh, she was in fact willing to take great risks in order to stand on principle. And uh, the left that she uh, fought and defeated in the UK in her time uh, was uh, uh, ideologically somewhat different from the left today. But uh, in terms of its, uh, uh, its tactics and it, its, uh, it, 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 its misbehavior and it, it, its false accusations, some of this is very familiar. And uh, those of us who uh, are who admire Britain and admire the Conservative Party with, with uh, uh, hundreds of years of, of uh, uh, tra- tra- tradition and accomplishment and achievements which, which uh, uh, conservatives the world over uh, wish to emulate. Uh, we, we want to see that kind of, uh, that kind of uh, leadership. Uh, and look, uh, that kind of leadership, is, it, it requires before anything else personal strength, strength of character, 
And I, I, I don't want to make any judgments about anybody in particular because I still don't exactly know who made the decisions or what happened. Uh, and uh, for that matter, I'm, I, I don't expect this decision to stand. I mean, I don't, I, I, I don't think it's likely that uh, uh, that Boris Johnson, who so far appears to be someone who does have character and is willing to take uh, risks for the sake of principle, um, I, I find it extremely doubtful uh, that the Tory party is going to continue to maintain a policy of condemning people whose uh, who, who's, uh, uh, sin is that they, they support the independent nation state as uh, a, a, a better form of government than, than, than international organizations or international empires. I don't believe it. And so I think that, uh, that as the facts come out, uh, people uh, in the Tory party will, will say to themselves, uh, good Lord, what have we done? Just as they did last year with Roger Scruton. Uh, and and uh, we've, we've condemned an innocent man. We've attacked people who are our friends and allies and supporters in order to, to what? In order to give, give aid and comfort to persecutors in, in uh, uh, representing the, the, uh, the opposition, our opponents, the people who want to destroy us. I think that that's what's going to happen, and I think people will uh, will find some of their their courage. But if you ask me, how could it possibly be that a man such as Scruton, who everybody knows Roger Scruton, Roger Scruton is a known figure. He's been uh, he, he's been in the public eye. Uh, he was in the public eye. I, I apologize. He was in the public eye until uh, un, until his passing a few weeks ago, uh, for thirty years, and. Uh, and 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 was a hero to many, and and respected by people who disagreed with him. And how can it possibly be that uh, that political figures who've appointed Scruton to uh, to a position of honor and responsibility within a Tory government, they're willing to throw him out because of a what, of a couple of quotations in a newspaper that uh, that, that he's denying that he said. Uh, look, it comes back down to character. In the in in the end, if we don't. If we don't value character, and we only value instead um, conformity to uh, to these principles of political correctness, and that's what's happening is is either either we value conformity to principles of political correctness, or we're so afraid and cowardly that we'll that, that we're, we're not willing to fight for anybody, no matter how distinguished. Now, look, if if the Tories are not willing to fight for uh, for someone as 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 distinguished and accomplished and and well known as Sir Roger Scruton, then why should they f- fight for for Daniel Kaczynski? And 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 why on earth should they uh, should they fight to to clear the name of of Richard Legutko, who you know who, who who's a member of the of the Conservative uh, uh, Party in Poland? Why why should they? It, it, the calculation they make is is very simple. I might lose a few votes by taking uh, the wrong side on this, and the most important thing is that I not lose a few votes. Well, what can I say? Uh, God, God, God help a country whose uh, whose uh, uh, leaders are uh, that far from principle and that close to uh, instantaneous uh, personal gratification in in the search for votes. Can I ask you a, a broader question about um, your own career? I'm interested in why it is that um, you uh, 
aren't happy just to develop the theoretical underpinnings of this new movement. Your book, The Virtue of Nationalism, was very well received. It's been very influential. Why not focus on developing those ideas, that strand of conservative thought? Why get involved in the political arena? Why why action as well as theory? Why have you established yourself as a sort of, as the leader of this movement, you know, in person, not just in theory? Are you a frustrated politician? <laughs> um, well, you know, it's entirely possible that I'm frustrated in various ways that I'm not aware of. And, uh, and I'm very happy for others to, you know, to, 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 to comment on it and to think about it. Uh, I'm not aware that I'm a frustrated politician, but I could be wrong. Um, I, I, I still am, in fact, working in, in the area of ideas. I, I, I have never run for public office. I don't intend to run for public office. And uh, uh, the, um, the, the reason that I've involved myself in organizing conferences is, uh, I, don't, I don't know, this, this might surprise you, but I don't, I don't know of any other way to advance ideas. If you um, uh, write a book and write some articles, uh, you then want people to think about them. You want them to argue about them and to consider the possibility that you might be right and maybe embracing them. And uh, I've been doing this for, for decades uh, in, uh, in different areas, uh, in, in political theory and philosophy and uh, in, in, in theology. People look into my, my record. I, I, I have uh, uh, decades of dozens of conferences that uh, I've organized in different countries about different ideas. And uh, the, the difference um, in the last few years is that the that the the public interest in the idea of nationalism of the idea of the independent nation state and a world of free and independent nations the interest in that subject has simply uh skyrocketed uh after 2016 as a result first and foremost as a result of brexit and then as a consequence of uh, uh of uh, uh, trump's election in the united states uh, and, and, and then the rise of, of, uh, of other national conservative uh, politicians in, in various countries. So uh, when I realized that there was uh, this uh, demand for, uh, for discussion of these ideas, uh, I, I, I was willing to step forward and, and organize conferences around it. I, conference organizing is something... It, 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 it seems to be a knack of mine. I've done it for a long time on many different subjects. And, and so I agreed to do it. Now, I, I would be very, I would have been very happy if, uh, if the, uh, the arguments had been made first by, um, uh, by others and they had done some of the work uh, or, or a lot of the work. I mean, they, they, they did some of the work, but uh if you ask why are you the leader in this, I mean, I think I think that I'm the leader by by default because because of the fact that that other people aren't doing it uh, either because they don't agree or they do agree and and they're scared to do it. Um, now, I, I I've actually most of my most of my my 
career has been devoted to uh, things having to do with uh, uh, with uh, with Israel and with Judaism, and the circumstances uh, when my, uh, my my wife and I uh, moved to back to Israel after we, we finished university a generation ago, the circumstances in those days were that Israel looked to us to be uh, a weak and endangered country. And we thought that the, 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 the America, the UK, the, Euro, the European countries were doing just fine. And I never felt any kind of a serious tug to get involved in, 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 in the public life of those countries, because I thought that Israel needed help. And I, I, I really thought that other countries were doing fine. Today, the situation is extremely different. Um, I'm, I, I've, I've watched over the last 30 years as uh, uh, countries that, uh, that are the, the backbone of the free world, the pillars of the free world, have uh, become internally fran- fragmented, characterized by, uh, by uh, tribalism and hate and a, a willingness to suppress uh, the opposition, and, and certainly people who, who uh, have conservative political or religious views. And uh, my, my, my feeling has been that, uh, that, that if there's something I can do to help, I'd better do it. I mean, it's, it's, it's not as though uh, things are going to be good in Israel if the UK and America turn in, 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 into, in, in, in the direction of ever-increasing civil strife and then, God forbid, descent in, 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 into actual violence, that, that's not going to be good for, for Israel, and it's not going to be good for any other country that, uh, that, that is allied with and friends with and ad, admires the English-speaking world. So um, I, I felt that I was needed. <laughs> I consulted my wife. And uh, and I've made myself uh, available with the talents I have to uh, to try to help people who are resisting. I think it's great that uh, you have thrown yourself into this movement and uh, stepped up. And I think your next national conservatism conference should be in London next year. And I'm starting an organization uh, called uh, the Free Speech Union which is a non-partisan mass membership organization that stands up for the speech rights of its members and campaigns for free speech more widely. And we will certainly stick up for your right to hold a conference uh, in London next year if you want to do that. Thank you. Thank you for all the work you do. I, I, I love Quillette. I think you're, you're doing a great job. Thank you very much. Keep That's up very the good kind. work. All right. Thank you. Thank you very much for talking to me. Bye. If you would like to support Quillette, please consider becoming a patron. Head to our Patreon page. That's patreon.com forward slash Quillette. If you haven't already, follow us on social media. We're on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Do you like what you're hearing? Perhaps you would like to read more about the issues in today's discussion. Head to Quillette.com where you will find more content.